Welcome back to another edition of the Salt City OC podcast covering soccer in Utah around the Beehive State at all levels from Real Salt Lake, Utah Royals FC. Uh, just had another really good wrap up, kind of end of the regular season wrap up from one of our contributors, uh, Trayson, over on the newsletter, Salt City OC on Substack, about the uh, three time. USL League 2 Mountain Division Champion Utah Red Wolves. You can check that out over on the Substack. Um, I realized today, I did an interview earlier today with new Utah Royals FC Sporting Director, the club's first ever sporting director, Kelly Cousins, who comes to URFC from uh, the FAWSL in England. She's been with Reading FC Women for... Oh, the past two decades nearly, about 16 years of her life as a player, then as an executive, uh, and then most recently as manager of Reading FC Women, uh, leading them through two promotions, and then they got relegated back to the Women's Championship just this past season, and that kind of caused her to go go seek out other opportunities. Uh, Cousins is the first ever sporting director for Utah Royals FC. You may know her as Kelly Chambers. She recently got married, so Kelly Cousins it is. Um, and... Uh, I had the the opportunity to just sit down with her, meet with her, and talk to her a little bit about her philosophy and why she chose the Utah Royals. Uh, I realized after I finished that interview, I didn't actually introduce her or anything like that. She probably needs no introduction at this point. You guys have seen the announcement. You've seen, you've read the press release. Uh, phenomenal hire, I think, by Utah Royals FC. She joins Michelle Heinsick uh, as club president, and then obviously re-inaugural head coach, I guess, Amy Rodriguez, former Utah Royals SC striker, Amy Rodriguez, kind of completing the three-woman trinity, if you will, that will be tasked with leading this club, beginning with the 2024 return to the National Women's Soccer League. Um, So I just had a chance to sit down with Kelly for a couple of minutes, ask her, a few questions about her job, her role as sporting director, how she plans to work with Coach A-Rod, um, and what she sees in her vision as far as going from the Royals on the other side of the Atlantic, across the pond, to the Royals in the NWSL, uh, and and just how she plans on facilitating that role. So, really interesting conversation. thought you guys would enjoy it. Uh, enjoy the rest of this podcast, my conversation with Utah Royals FC Sporting Director, Kelly Cousins. Kind of wanted to ask you a little bit about why Utah and why NWSL, because you're somebody who's so establ- who was so established at Reading for so many years, and uh, English football was obviously, you're kind of the one of the faces of English women's football over there, so why, why Utah, why NWSL? Do you feel like it's the uh, kind of the, the place for the next step in your career? Um, yeah, good question. I, I think for me it was um, stepping out of my comfort zone. Um, I think for the last 20 years I've definitely been in, in my comfort zone at Reading. It's been familiar faces for that long. It's obviously being a part of a league that's, that's grown 
um, a hell of a lot over the last um, decade. So, and I think for me, I got to a point where I wanted a different challenge. Um, I wanted to, I wanted to learn something new. Um, and for me, the NWSL has always been kind of the forefront of women's football um, in terms of pushing it in different directions, not just the football off the pitch, everything. I think it's, I think the the league um, leads by example, and I think there's a lot that can be learned from this league. So, yeah, I, like I said, I wanted a different challenge. I wanted to step out of my comfort zone. Like I said, the WSL is, is comfortable for me. It's it's what I know inside out. Um, and obviously with, with Utah, once when they re- reached out to me um, and just obviously just speaking to the people that are there already, um, the passion, the drive, um, the ambition that they've got to, to build a build an, an exciting club that want to want to be successful and want to empower women. It, it was yeah for me it was a no-brainer um, that the people definitely um, sold it to me in terms of just how they are, how passionate they are, and it it just really blends with exactly the type of person I am. What was it you're you're as you're kind of going through that decision and and seeing kind of the possibilities in Utah and in the NWSL and kind of where they are in terms of like world football on the women's side was it a little bittersweet at the same time to think of I mean 20 years give or take at the same club is is a pretty long time was it a little bittersweet to think about kind of leaving Reading and leaving your comfort zone like you were saying I guess a little bit yeah, no, it was. It was. It was definitely a really hard decision to leave Reading, um, but I think it was something that, like I said, it it was very comfortable for me. It was what I knew, and um, I kind of like probably could do that job at Reading with my eyes closed. And um, but yeah, so it was a hard decision for me to step away from the club. Sure. And um, but like you said, it's bittersweet because I'm stepping into something just as exciting that it was when I first started Reading and um, and for me it's something that's completely different to the to the WSL so the challenges and everything that I'm, I'm it feels like I'm stepping into the first day at school where I've got to learn <laughs> everything from from scratch so um, so yeah that's the bit that that really excites me to to have a challenge where everything is new to me but it's something that I've already done with Reading as well. I gotta imagine um, there are kind of a lot of little quirks about not just the NWSL, but just kind of the way American sports are organized that are very different from European <laughs> sports in general. Uh, one of your first questions was probably something like, what's a draft, right? Uh. <laughs> but, yeah, um, yeah, that's definitely something that um, I'm learning very, very quickly, let's say. What, what what's it mean to you to be able to kind of build something essentially from the ground up? I mean, you're basically the third employee, give or take, I guess, really, but you're essentially the third employee of this entire organization. You've got, obviously, Michelle, who was hired as president, and then Amy Rodriguez as your head coach, and then you're kind of joining in as the missing piece of, of the triumvirate of Utah Royals FC, I guess, in some ways. So was that something that exciting you, excited you, was being able to build from pretty much from scratch? Yeah, no, it was, and obviously it was something that I did. I did at Reading, um, but yeah, that's the bit that I think 
for me as much as it's going to be a big challenge, obviously, trying to get a roster up to 20, 22 to 24 players and build a staff. But for me, yeah, that's the exciting bit. It, we, we can build something to how we want it um, and we can bring in the players that suit our philosophy, um, suit the, the people that we want at the club to, to obviously push push the club in the right direction. Um, but also we can obviously develop an in infrastructure that allows players to, to come to Utah and and really blossom, whether that's they need support off the pitch or if they need support on the pitch, we can really we can really start everything from scratch and build it how we want to. When you look at kind of that build and the long hours that you'll no doubt spend with with <laughs> the organization over the next couple of months and getting ready for this thing called the draft. Uh, by the way, it's totally normal in American sports. So it's you you have a lot of people to to lean on and how to draft and how to pick and all that sort of stuff. Uh, what do you imagine a a Kelly Cousins or a Kelly Chambers? I, I use both because you went by both at Reading. Um, yeah, no, that's but, fine. Yeah, what what do you imagine kind of a team looking like in terms of of um, not necessarily style of play because that's also as much a Rod's responsibility, but just in terms of like the overall makeup of the roster and, and composition, what's kind of the number one thing that you sort of want to attack when you start to build that out? I guess. Um, yeah, I think the first thing for us is to kind of what well, the first thing for me was to to have that conversation with Amy about the style of play, the philosophy, um, but joining that with. Um, what the Utah Royals is is going to be about, um, and making sure that we have the players that suit the philosophy um, and playing style, but also suit the club um, in terms of wanting to push the club in the right direction. And um, for us, it's yeah, now it's the time that we can go and find those players, and that's the I suppose that's the length, lengthy bit of time that it takes to to go and find those players. So. But it's, yeah, we're definitely going to be looking. Look, we want we want the best players that we can get. Um, we want to be successful um, on the pitch, and and it's about us being diligent with our work to make sure that we we have the the right attributes um, of players to coming in to to suit the style of play. So whether that is, I don't know, centre backs that can that can play out of the back. Whether we've got we need more defensive players in certain areas so um yeah that's the that's going to be the the lengthiest bit of work we've got to do now because like I said it's we've got a few months now where we can actually do that um but it's not a lot of time to do that so um but yeah for me it's about bringing the right players in um humble players players that work hard and even speaking to Amy when we were speaking about players her the players that she wants really, really match the players that I that I want at the club as well, which was which was great because it's 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 easier for us to both work together, um, and just making sure that we yeah we bring players first and foremost that want to come in and and want to work hard and and want the club to succeed and and want to develop as players. Wait, as as we're going back and forth with with Amy. Um, I can't help but notice she's a first-time manager, first-time professional manager in this league. 
one of your like 17 responsibilities at Reading, and I think you had almost as many titles in that <laughs> time too. You you were also a manager. You do come from that world. Do you plan on leaning on some of that experience, kind of go back and forth uh, with her as she sort of gets her feet wet into this world, or do you want to let her be her own thing and kind of only speak when spoken to kind of a thing in, in terms of kind of how she manages the team? Or, or do you plan on sort of using your experience, I guess? Yeah, no, for me, is I want to use my experiences to, to support her as much as possible. It's not, we're in this together. Um, it's not a case of, Amy, you crack on and do that, and I'll crack on and do this. Um, I want her to be able to use me as much as possible. Um, if that's support on the pitch, if that's support on game days, um, I want to be there. I want to make her as successful as I can be. Um, so, like, yeah, I, for me, it's about using my experiences that I've got already um, and her being able to lean on me whenever she needs it um, and knowing and for her to know that I am there to support her and I'm there to help her succeed as, as much as possible. Last question. Um, and I probably should have started with this, but I'm backwards <laughs> today for some reason. I saw Meg at RSL training earlier, and so she can confirm I'm definitely very backwards today. Uh, <laughs> no problem. And, and you're, when you left Reading, you, you released a, a message to the fans. Thank you. It's been an honor. Um, obviously, I can only imagine how emotional that moment was for you. But at the very end of your message, you said, once a royal, always a royal was that planned in there to go from royals to royals on either side of the pond or is that just happenstance um yeah no that's just happened this um yeah it's mad I, like as much as obviously leaving reading and i'm a true believer that everything happens for a reason um and yeah it's just i think for me it's just probably a a magical thing that's really happened going from one royalty to another royalty so um yeah which for me makes it it, it makes it even better um and i just i'm just so excited now to start with a different different um royals team and and to make sure we can i can make them as successful as they can be as well